Hey, if you're looking for a great holiday gift for the Boston Celtics fan in your life, try my book, The Boston Celtics All-Time All-Stars, The Best Players at Each Position for the Seas. I went all the way back to the beginning of Boston Celtics history and picked two players at each position plus two wild cards and two coaches to put together an all-star team of all Boston Celtics greats. It was a very difficult process. I left some very important people off, but in the end, I think I've put together an amazing all-star team from Boston Celtics history. So go to wherever you can buy books, online or in stores, the Boston Celtics all-time all-stars, the best players at each position for the Seas is now available. So go ahead and get a copy for the Boston Celtics fan in your life. It's all about Kemba Walker and his knee. You will hear from Kemba on this Thursday Locked On Celtics. Millie, let's go. Crowd goes crazy, most in-depth coverage on the daily, mainly podcast royalty, the content kings. When you talking about the franchise with 17 rings, focus like Danny at the deadline. Global with it got a local feel like the red line, the blue line, the green line. Play it in between time. I'ma throw my C's jersey on in the meantime and press play. When the F's done, I can't wait until the next day. Trying to stay in tune with the C's, that's the best way. Melly. Hey there, John Corrales here from MassLive.com. I'm their Boston Celtics beat reporter and host of the Locked On Celtics podcast. Welcome aboard. Thank you for making this show part of your daily routine, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going. Thank you for taking this show along with you. If you're a new listener, this is a Monday through Friday podcast, so please subscribe to get it to your device every day of the week. Regular listeners, thank you very much. I appreciate the good ratings, the good written reviews, and all the times you've shared the podcast. I see you doing it on social media. I really appreciate it. I also really appreciate everybody who sent me the screenshots of the Locked On Celtics and one of their top podcast positions on Spotify. That was super cool. I know I haven't responded to everybody that sent it to me, but I've seen them all, and I really want to thank you. Seriously, everybody, especially you know if it's at the top, like the top one or two, but anywhere in that top five, Super, I mean, just special that you have chosen to stick with this podcast throughout the entire run. This has been a wild year, and it's it's just, I appreciate it. Thank you all very, very much. In today's podcast, it's all about Kemba Walker. So segment one, I'll just tell you, I'll react to some of the things that we learned from what Kemba, Kemba said. In segment two, you will hear the entire 11-minute Kemba Walker availability. And then segment three, a little bit more reaction, and then some of the other news of the day. Shemi Ojale also talked. We we got the home opener, the season opener for the Celtics. So that's going to be segment three. Obviously, the most important thing here is Kemba Walker's knee. And it's everything that we've said already, we know that he's going to be. He got the um, stem cell injection. He's going to be out for this 12-week strengthening program and we'll see what happens in 12 weeks which is you know I think they're in the middle of it so we're going to get an update in January and we'll see when he can actually come back I don't think I don't think that that early January update is going to be hey Kemba's back so let's just kind of get yourself prepared for 
no Kemba December, no Kemba January, uh, at least until like later in January. And then we'll see. But the first thing that stuck out to me is that Kemba is also not saying what is happening to his knee. The Boston Celtics, Kemba Walker, nobody is giving an official diagnosis of the knee other than to say knee pain. So we don't know if it's tendonitis. We don't know if it's arthritis, but we do know that a, you know, we can infer that a stem cell treatment is typically a treatment for arthritis. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm just going to assume that he has an arthritic knee and it's painful and this injection is supposed to help. That's all I can do. We can ask and we can try to dig, but anybody that gives up medical information, there's a finite number of people who know the medical information. So we can dig and try to find sources, but anybody that actually finds the actual diagnosis is, is really only specifically talking to only a couple of people. And frankly, uh, if they don't want to give the diagnosis, they really kind of don't have to. All they got to do is say left knee pain and that's it. Otherwise they can say that they're, you know, you're violating the HIPAA laws. So I'm going to assume that it's probably arthritic. Now, if this strengthening helps and this injection helps, great. Arthritis is pain and obviously you can play through some of that pain, but as long as it's strengthened and whatever, then if they think that can do it, then great. Good luck. Uh, it's not, it's not, it's not the best diagnosis in the world, but we'll see. We'll see. It's, he's not the only person who's ever played with this and that's basically bone on bone and that's painful. But right now, no one will say, no one will admit what's happening. However, the doctors have come up with a plan. He went to a couple of different specialists. He said, Kemba seems pretty at peace with this whole thing. He is, and you'll hear it, the tone of his voice. He seems kind of at peace with how it's going, where it's going, the time frame it's going to take. I think he's actually looking forward to maybe not going too crazy to start the season. I think he's actually looking forward to a little bit of a break. So as long as he's on board with the plan and not trying to force his way back, that that's an important thing because Danny Ainge's quote from yesterday, and I really didn't give this enough play yesterday, but this direct quote about Kimba's knee says a lot. Quote, Maybe we didn't do him justice by bringing him back too fast in the bubble. Uh, we don't want to make that mistake. If it was a mistake this time, I'm not blaming anybody, but it's not a perfect science. It's guesswork. And we're trying to do the best with the information that we have and get him as strong and healthy as he can be so we can make it through the year. There's so much that's not great about that quote. There's so much that's not great there. Maybe we didn't do him justice. And what what is that? Is that Kemba saying, hey, man, this is my first chance at a deep playoff run. You got to play me. And the Celtics going, 
well, this is our best chance at a deep run. We got to play him. And uh, it seemed like both sides were on board with this, but that quote from Danny's like, well, maybe we didn't do him justice by bringing him back too fast. Like, excuse me? Hello? What? So, and he looked, he looked good for stretches in that playoff. He looked good against Philly. There were some real signs that he was fine against Philly. I guess the question is, when he says, maybe we didn't do him justice, maybe, and really what my big takeaway there is, maybe they didn't let him strengthen it enough. Because he did come back and look good, and then it all kind of went away. So, maybe maybe there's a tweak to the plan. Um, but that the last part there, so he can make it through the year, is also kind of eh, iffy. And I'll combine that with the Brad Stevens quote from yesterday that said, partly, I think that we'll make sure that, again, we'll manage as well as we can all the way up to late in the season. And if we're lucky enough to play in the playoffs, then hopefully he'll be peaking at the right time. Hopefully, fingers crossed, hopefully he'll be peaking at the right time, which is the playoffs. So that tells you that this shot that he got recently, we don't even know what day it was, but it's he's carrying it into January. Whenever he comes back, you still got February, March, April, May. Uh, playoffs start in but, uh, May, June. So, May. And hopefully he's going to peak at the right time. So Danny ain't talking about making it through the year and then hopefully peaking at the right time. It's not great terminology. None of this when it comes to Kemba Walker's knee is great. So it's we've seen him be a good basketball player. We, we saw him before the knee became an issue last season, be a really good basketball player. He was an all-star for God's sake. So it's not like the knee is totally shot. And like I just said, he was good for stretches in the playoffs. So it's not totally shot, but man, it's not great. And I'm not encouraged by it. I'm not a hundred percent discouraged by it either. I'm not sitting here saying like, well, that's it. Kemba's done. Retire. No, that's not it either. Because if that was the case, then the doctors would have said that. So they're putting him on a plan to hopefully strengthen this. And there's no need for surgery at this point. Otherwise he would have had the surgery. So all I can say is it doesn't sound great, but it seems like there's this plan that they feel good about. And if this stem cell injection, which you'll hear when we come back, Kemba Walker say, Hey, this really calmed down my knee. If that can do what it's supposed to do and work, then okay. Then that's a treatment that, that helped fix the problem. And I don't know if he gets another one of those. I don't know how those work, but Maybe that's just part of his treatment moving forward. When we return, Kemba Walker 
in his entirety from the Wednesday media availability. Have you subscribed to the Locked On Celtics podcast yet? You can wherever podcasts exist, and you can follow us on Spotify. Make sure you come back tomorrow because Tristan Thompson is talking on Thursday, and you'll want to hear what Tristan has to say. And just like I'm about to do with Kemba Walker, I'll let you hear everything he's got to say. So make sure you're coming back for tomorrow's podcast. I know Friday's a regular mailbag podcast, but those questions will be answered mostly on mattmasslive.com. I will answer a couple on the podcast tomorrow in the third segment, but tomorrow's podcast will follow this podcast's structure. Segment one will be reaction to what happened during the day. Segment two, you'll be able to hear Tristan Thompson and then some other stuff in segment three. So knowing that that's the structure of this podcast, here's everything Kemba Walker had to say in his Wednesday media availability. Hey, Kemba. Um, how many how many doctors did you end up having? Did the release said you met with multiple doctors. I was just kind of curious. How many people did you end up having to meet with? And, and what was kind of the goal of, of all those conversations? Well, I met with a few. I met with about two, to tell you the truth. Um, and the, the goal was to just kind of get to the bottom of things for the most part. Um, just pretty much see, you know, to figure out what would help me, you know, get back to, you know, who I am as a player. So, yeah. And and with the um, it, it is the hope now that with these was the the consensus from everybody that doing these getting this injection and doing these strengthening exercises with the knee that would be that was the best course of action to try to get yes, you sir. back to that point. Yep, yep, yep. That's that's what we decided what was best. Um, you know, just decided not to rush back and you know take my time and you know just get healthy. You know, I, I've had a pretty long run. Um, haven't had much of a break since I've signed here. So I think it'd be nice for me, to tell you the truth. John Corrales. Hey, Kemba, can you explain what that injection is supposed to do? What was... I can't. I can't lie. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> got to ask the doctors. Did they not tell you what the goal was it's there? Supposed to, it's supposed to help me. I know that. It's supposed to help me. Um, a lot of good stuff for the knee. Um, you know, I just went into it. You know, I trust the doctors. I trust the people who's helping me. Um, and, you know, it was the best way to go. So, you know, it's, it's definitely calmed my knee down a lot, to tell you the truth. I'm feeling really good right now. So, um, you know, just, like I said, just taking my time and, you know, trying to continue to feel good and get stronger. Mark Murphy. Hi, Kemba. Hey, did, how you doing, Mark? Did they tell you exactly what it is? Is it extreme tendonitis? Is it? <laughs> is it um, like I said, it's just, I think it's really just more, you know, I, I, just, I just need to strengthen it. Um, I need to, I needed to get the injection. Like I said, I've been playing for so long without getting a break, man. Um, and, you know, we felt that was the best decision, you know, to get that injection and, you know, me take some time off. Jared Weiss. Kemba, what, what are you like looking for as far as what you feel in your knee as you ramp up and try to strengthen it? Like, are there actual telltale signs, particular moves that you're able to do, things like that? I think I'll know. You know, I think I'll know. The way I felt, you know, the last couple of months, you know, if I don't feel that way, then I'm better, to say the truth, because to be honest, it wasn't good. Um, I wasn't myself. didn't feel good. So, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's really just about, you know, um, 
being comfortable, uh, 100% comfortable when I'm making my moves, um, you know, not having any, any thoughts and, you know, thinking that it's going to be pain, you know, when I, when I land and, you know, things of that nature. So I think that'll be, that'll be the, the, the signs of, you know, me feeling good again. Mark D'Amico. Hey, Kimba. Um, you and Jeff Teague have been in the league, you know, pretty close to the, the same amount of time. What's it going to be like to be teammates with him and kind of have a one-two punch at, at point guard with a guy like that? Yeah, um, I'm excited to have Jeff. I'm excited to have Jeff. You know, unfortunately, you know, we lost our brother, obviously. Um, Brad, who we loved, who I love personally, love playing with him, um, love having him as a teammate. And, you know, we had a long, we had a lot of late night convos and, you know, just, just a great overall year being around, being around Brad, man, that's my guy. Um, but yeah, to have Jeff, you know, after losing Brad to, to bring in Jeff is, is huge. He's a guy who's, he's been around, you know, he, he, he knows what it takes to win games in this league. Um, you know, me and him personally has had a lot of battles over the years. Um, especially when I, when I, when I first started, you know, to really, you know, thrive in the league, um, you know, he was really at his best. So you now I'm excited to, you know, be his teammate, um, still learn from him as well um, because he, he, he is a little bit older than me and you know, he's been around you know, longer than me. So, yeah, I'm excited. Gary Washburn. <clears throat> hey, Kimba. Um, one, I want to get your reaction to losing Gordon to Charlotte. Two, the fact that they offered Gordon such a contract and then it w- waived Batum, so essentially they're paying $39 million per year. And that, that's money they wouldn't pay you or they, they just didn't want to. I mean, does that motivate you? How do you feel when an organization kind of gives something to someone that you kind of thought you deserved after eight years there? Nah, I, I could care less, man. I'm I'm in the place I'm supposed to be. You know, it's this is all God's work, man. I, I can't control none of that stuff. You know, I only can control what I can. And Gordon, that's my brother, my brother. Um Spoke to him during the process, and I'm happy for him. I'm happy, you know. Whatever, whatever makes somebody happy in this league, that's what it's about. It's not about any, any, anybody else, man. And you know, I made my choice to come here to Boston because this is where I wanted to be because it makes me happy. And and G, he's, he's happy. I'm sure he's happy. He's gonna have a great time in Charlotte. It's a great place to be. It's a great city. Great fans. They love basketball. They're gonna love Gordon. He's a great player. He's gonna he's gonna bring joy to that organization. So yeah, I'm I'm happy for Jordan. I mean for, for Jordan, for uh, Gordon. <laughs> Jordan too. <laughs> Brian Rob. Hey Kemba. Um with uh you know Gordon gone, obviously you're gonna be out for a few weeks here, it looks like. Um it's gonna be a lot of you know opportunity for the younger guys on the team kind of uh, in your guys' place. How how important is it for the development of those guys for you guys to get to where you wanna be in the East and how eager do you to see what some of these guys can do? It's important. It's important. Um, you know, obviously, I think we know what Jeff can do. Um, and then, you know, Tremont and um, Peyton, you know, guys who you know, we're going to have to stay on top of. Um, I think a lot of that would be up to me uh, since I will be out. You know, I'm going to try my best to just take those guys under my wing. Um, I already had Trey. You know, we already we, we spent a lot of time together. We talk all the time. That's my little brother. So you know, now, now that we're going to add Peyton, you know, I got to start to get to, to, to get to know him and you know, just kind of show him the ropes, um, just get him acclimated. You know, which he's been doing a great job at, you know, thus far. You know, the staff has been working with him, you know, working with those guys, you know, getting them better. So it's going to be a fun year. Great opportunity for those guys to to learn and grow and, 
you know, just get better each and every day. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for those guys. Tom Westerholm. Hey, Kemba, you mentioned you talked to Gordon during his process. Did he, did he reach out just about like Charlotte, you know, nah. the city or anything like that? And nah. are you able to share any of the things you guys talked about? You know, Gordon's been there. He's been there. He was there. He visited Charlotte when, um, when I was there. We were supposed to get him, but it didn't, it didn't work. So I'm, I'm, much hasn't changed since then. Um, but yeah, he didn't, he didn't ask much. I mean, you know, when it comes to decisions like that, you know, it's, re- it's really just about yourself and your family. You know, it wasn't much he could ask me to tell you the truth. But, um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a great place. He's going to love it. He's going to love it. Chris Ryan. Hey, Kemba, just wanted to get your upshot on the Celtics coming into this season. And Danny said last year that the group just wasn't good enough at the, at the end. Do you feel like with the additions that have been made that you guys are going to get over the top and get to where you want to go? <clears throat> I mean, I can't predict the future, honestly. But I, I, th- I think we're good. I think we got better. You know, especially, you know, adding Tristan and and Jeff, um, they definitely help us big time. Um, but you know, who knows? Who knows? Anything can happen. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna work hard. We're gonna put in the work to to get to where we need to be. Um, and that's what's most important. You know, just about us getting better throughout the year. Um, you know, staying together. You know, especially when things get tough because things are gonna get tough. You know, just like they do for every team in this league. So, you know, it's all about what you do through adversity. You know, as long as we stay together, you know, hopefully we can – that can help us get over the hump that we need to get over. Time for a couple more questions. We'll go to John Corrales. Yeah, well, you mentioned earlier about the that feeling pain when you land and, and kind of anticipating that. How much of what you've been dealing with has been mental on the court, knowing like, okay, this no. hurts, this move might hurt? You know, mental. It was all physical. <laughs> it was it was tough, man. You know, but it was tough. But you know, everybody's banged up. A lot of guys are hurt, man. I I try my best not to make any excuses to to be real with you. Um, you know, I played through it. I was able to get through it, uh, and I had a great time with my teammates. You know, unfortunately, it didn't you know end like we wanted it to. But you know, we. We battled, you know, um, thought I battled, you know, as best as I can, to tell you the truth. Um, but it was tough. But, you know, now you know, I'm looking to, you know, just get better and, you know, contribute to this team like I know I can. Final question for Kamba, Tim Bontemps. Kamba, you've always been a guy that wants to play whenever you can. Um, obviously, you said you played through the knee stuff last season. Um it's obviously going to be a bit before you get ramped up all the way to where you want to go, given how compressed the schedule is but from last season to this one and how compressed this season is going to be in general. Is that in any way a positive for you that you're not going to be able to kind of force your way out there earlier than you would probably want to? No, I'm not forcing my way out there. I'm no, not. I mean, is it a positive that because of the way this is playing out, you're kind of not going to be – like you're going to – like be able to – you're going to have to kind of ease your way in as opposed oh, to – Yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely a positive. You should. That's the plan. That's the plan. It's no rush. It's no rush on my end. You know, I'm, I'm coming back when I need to come back and when I'm feeling good to play. So, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. You know, this is – I haven't really been a guy who's been hurt over, over the course of my career, you know. So, you know, this, this sucks, but I also love the game of basketball and – I want to play at a high level in front of the fans who, who, who come to watch this game, you know. So, 
I want to be at my best. And, you know, last <clears throat> last time in the playoffs, I wasn't at my best, and it sucked. I don't want to be that way no more. All right. Thank you for your time. We'll wrap it up right there. A couple things to react to there, which I'll do after the break. Plus, Shemi Ojale spoke. I'll have a little bit from that. And we got the opening night game. So that's all next on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Be sure to follow our social channels at LO Celtics on Twitter and at Lockdown Celtics on Instagram. Hey, do you want to get basketball smart? That starts with listening to the Hollinger and Duncan podcast. It's all part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. NBA analytics pioneer and front office insider John Hollinger joins Dunked On podcast host Nate Duncan to bring you scouting reports, game breakdowns, and salary cap analysis. Make sure you're subscribing to Hollinger and Duncan today wherever you get podcasts. A couple random thoughts here from Kemba and the rest of the things that he said, non-knee related stuff. I personally, I love how he calls everyone his brother. That's uh, Brad Wanamaker's his brother. Gordon Hayward's his brother. Trump Waters is his little brother. <laughs> I just love, he, he's such a positive guy. He's a 100% positive guy. And I've said this a, a bunch, but last season, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, their progression, their emergence, Kemba Walker, his attitude, his leadership is part of that recipe. Now, most of that recipe is the work that Jalen and Jason did and their goals, their quest to become better. That is obviously the bulk of the work, but the positivity, the leadership of Kemba Walker to kind of step back and allow those guys and encourage those guys, that certainly helped out a lot. So that's funny. Uh, I love that he called everyone his brother. He also talked to Gordon Hayward. Uh, I loved his his reaction to Gary Washburn's question because you can anticipate that there might be some kind of like, hey, wait a second, in Kemba Walker. Like, they let Kemba go last year because they didn't want to pay him the same amount of money that they're paying Gordon Hayward. And I could see Kemba going like, uh, why not me? You know, but he has a great attitude about that. As I look, man, I I came to Boston because I want to be here. I've got no ill will. I'm happy for Gordon Hayward. I'm happy that that they got him. Uh, he's gonna love it there. It's all good. And you know, it, he he's making his money and he's on a better team. So I don't see why Kemba wouldn't be happy to be where he is. Other than, you know, he had a, a thing built in Charlotte. But, yeah, I, I I do like his reaction there. Like, that just immediate, like, nah, man, it's all good. It's fine. Like, that was that was a great reaction. Uh, I, I kind of wish I knew what he talked to Gordon Hayward a little bit about. But it's, you know, I agree with him. I agree with him. That, uh, and I, 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 I lean much more towards player. Uh, empowerment. I, I definitely lean towards that. I I understand that this is a business and players have to do what's best for themselves. And I know that this is hard to hear, but players don't really owe fans 
a lot necessarily. Like I get that fans go to games and they're the ones that pay and, and they do owe fans something. But when it comes time to free agency and when it comes time to be like, hey, I got to look at my future, those players have to look at what's out there. And if $40 million a year is out there or $30 million a year is out there and it's not there from the home team, then they're really under no obligation to take a hometown discount because that home team will turn around and trade you in a heartbeat if that's what's best for the team. And fans will turn around and say, hey, trade this guy. He sucks. So loyalty, loyalty doesn't count. Loyalty doesn't matter in sports. These guys are going to go do their thing. Fans are going to cheer for who they want. Teams are going to go do whatever they got to do, trade whomever they've got to trade. We just saw Russell Westbrook and John Wall get traded, you know, like, and they requested trades and then, you know, like these are, these are things that happen across the NBA. So I think Kemba's got the right, he's in the right headspace with, with all of this stuff. Players move, players are going to go for their money and players have the option to go for their money, go for it. So that's good, whatever. And then the last thing with Kemba is he is going to play an important role in youth development and while Kemba is not going to be playing and practicing, he is going to play an important role. The Celtics have a couple of young point guards and a new point guard in Jeff Teague where he's going to have to help Jeff Teague learn the system really quickly. And he's going to take Peyton Pritchard and Tremont Waters and help them get better as fast as they can because when he comes back, you know, he's going to have to have them hold down the fort until he comes back. So looking at Kemba, like for the next couple months, he's rehabbing and all that stuff, but he's, he's essentially another assistant coach for the next couple of months. Um, and, and it's important for him to talk about taking players under his wing. A couple other final notes. Speaking of the business side, Shemi Ojale spoke and he does seem to understand that this is a business. He understands that if Gordon Hayward wasn't in Charlotte, if he stayed in Boston, that that he, Shemi Ojale, would not be in Boston. And he understands that. He was basically uh, told that um, the fact that Gordon is gone and they need to fill out their roster and Shemi is a guy that can fill a role and then great. But he's, he's on a... He's he's a little tenuous when it comes to his his spot in the NBA, and he seems to get it. And so, I, you know, Shemi's the type of guy that you root for. I hope that he can figure it out and figure out a more consistent shot and figure out uh, a more consistent role and be better defensively, even better defensively, and get himself out there and be a, be the type of player that can earn a spot. And even if it's not with the Celtics, like not everybody stays in one place, obviously. If he shows enough this year and he gets a contract somewhere else where he can get 20 to 30 minutes a game, great. Good for him. Yeah, he works his ass off. He's he's a good dude. Like he really just is is trying like hell to be a full-time NBA player and have a long NBA career. So I'm glad that he uh, you know understands it and 
he leans on his faith a lot. And, you know, if that's what's going to get him through and get him to another level, then great. Uh, but, you know, it, selfishly for the Boston Celtics, I hope that he can he can be a little bit more consistent on his three-point shooting and be like a 3 and D guy that the Celtics can count on. He might also get some opportunities in the opening night game, which is against the Milwaukee Bucks. We know Shemi Ojale is the big Giannis stopper. <laughs> so, yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks coming to town December 23rd, Celtics season opener, home opener. Uh, and who knows? I mean, yeah, Shemi will probably get an opportunity against Giannis because of his strength and ability to move laterally. So that's the plan. That's the game. Tuesday night, the 23rd. Uh, Wednesday night, the 23rd. And that's if COVID doesn't shut things down because 48 players, it was revealed, tested positive in the initial round of testing. That's about 8.5% of the league that was tested. So... That's not great. It's not a great number, but, um, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. If you listen to Locked On NBA yesterday when I was hosting that show, that rant stands. I'm not going to recreate it. I don't like what the league is doing. I don't like that this is happening, but money wins out. And so hopefully after all these guys test positive, they learn and players learn that this is this is serious. So I don't know, man. This is I don't like it. I don't like it. The bubble, I and, and the bubble is was tough and expensive and tough on the you know mentally. I I was just hoping for a little bit more kind of like regional bubble type of scenarios that were a little bit more in the kind of control the virus thing, but it's a different time. It's, you know, the treatments are different. The recommendations are different. There's a vaccine hopefully coming around the corner. I know they just approved it, uh, in the UK. So hopefully there's a vaccine around the corner. There's rapid testing. Um, I just don't want the, the thing I don't want is for one of these young guys prime athletes to be put in this position where they have to go out there and play to earn their money and then get it and then suffer some long-term damage because we still don't know the long-term ramifications of being even an asymptomatic positive test. Like you may not have symptoms, but does something we, we hear about the heart issues. Does a cardiac issue pop up? Is there a, a, a neurological issue that pops up. I don't want somebody to get this, some 23-year-old kid that is in the prime of his life here, and then when he's 30, all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, remember that COVID that you caught seven years ago? Well, here's the lifelong problem that you're going to have from it. Like, I don't want that to be the story. And unfortunately, I feel like that's going to be the story. Hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully I'm just being a little sensitive about this. We'll see. But right now, Celtic season opens the 23rd. NBA season opens the 22nd. Again, Tristan Thompson speaks later on Thursday. So you'll hear from Tristan Thompson in tomorrow's podcast. I'm sure that's going to be interesting. So subscribe if you're a new listener. I hope you've enjoyed the show enough to subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow on Spotify. You regular listeners, thank you for those good written reviews. Thank you for those five-star ratings, and I very much appreciate you sharing the podcast, 
Tell everybody that they should be listening to the Locked On Celtics podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network.